Welcome to our lecture about internet security, weakness and targets. Uh, today, we will start with speaking about who are the attackers when we speak about internet crime. This is uh, part of our first chapter, the introductory chapter. We already start to discuss how to, what, what is risk and how to measure risk. And uh, now we want to see who are potential attackers <clears throat> to understand the motivations of the different groups helps uh, one to see what one has to do to secure systems, what are the problems, who are the uh, fighter against. And then we want to conclude this by speaking about hackers and some security incidents in the past. So the information about uh, who are the possible attackers, what are their motives, why they do this, what they want to do, what they want to attack. This helps uh, to establish more secure computer systems. So typically when you discuss with people that say, oh, please help give us some information, how to secure our network, how to secure our IT system, then usually I ask them, what is the most value thing you in your network? What is the biggest accident if what happens? And what's interesting for me, only about 25 of the companies are able to say, this is our most valued data, or this is our most valued service. In many cases, they say, oh, all is important. But to understand what is most important, helps to make decisions, useful decisions, how to secure such a system. The problem with this security, one problem with this uh, uh, IT security, with the cyber security, is that we have so different groups of attackers with completely different motivations. And uh, I mention only a few, and we'll discuss a little bit more detail. In many cases, the stuff of the own enterprise, the stuff of the own company are attackers, are the people that try to save data, that uh, try to see confidential data authors. Pupils, students from high schools, from universities, form an attacker group. It is not so dangerous from what they want to cause, but it's dangerous why they play with the uh, tools which are available with the attack tools, which are available, and so they um, can cause a lot of damage in, uh, in, with respect, for example, to denial of service, that the correct function of systems are not guaranteed. Then we have the hackers, the crackers from the computer underground uh, or from the dark web. We have the professional hacker criminals. We have secret service agents. We have governmental uh, intelligence services. We have ordinary criminals, a truck uh, or mafia background. And we have terrorists, cyber terrorists, and all come with different uh, motivations. Let's start to have a closer look to the people, to potential attackers, people from inside the company from inside the institution. Often, if people design security architectures for their IT systems, they have the idea internally that it's a secure area, that it's a, with a trusted people and trusted user. Outside, there is a 
bad guys uh, trying to misuse the internet connection to do something wrong in the internal network. And so internal security measures are often not established up to an extent that necessary. So <clears throat> there, if one investigates who is doing what, bad, what kind of bad things, then one sees a lot is done by staff of own company. So a large portion, some studies say 80% of, <coughs> of the attacks are done by staff uh, of their own enterprise. What are the motives? They are very different motives. Uh, many of the problems uh, have their reason in incompetence, doing unintentional something wrong, using the system, do not understand correctly what's going on, uh, press wrong buttons, or do some things uh, for carelessness. But also sometimes there are motives like feeling bad treated. The other one that seems to become more money or a better task or other things. So that a kind of frustration, mischief, uh, revenge uh, is, uh, brings people to do something wrong in the internet. I mentioned this, the misuse becomes easier than doing this from outside because often security architecture is not <clears throat> established enough, uh, does not establish enough measures inside a network, for example, to secure uh, data, secret data. So naivety or carelessness uh, to get an information, to ask a colleague, please help me to do something, here's my password, or asking uh, interrogation, uh, asking, I need your password to do something, and a trusted atmosphere often feels that people really give their password. So social hacking is particularly easy inside of companies, inside of uh, organizations. Non-compliance of internal security interactions often leads to complicity. So the people say, oh, make it easier and do not follow the security policies which are given. There is also, one can observe, intentional damage and fault, uh, for example, by unnoticed activation of switches or by clever theft of data, by distributing of viruses and others. So a new potential of uh, problems occur from the situation that many companies make it possible that people uh, connect to the company's network uh, from home, from home office, from a computer that's also used by family, by the child, the child using the, compa the computer for computer games, <clears throat> are not very carefully and uh, receive viruses or other types of malware on this computer, which on this way uh, has a chance also to infect the company's network. Another group of uh, potential attackers are the hackers from high schools and universities. Here, the largest number of break-in attempts comes from this group, uh, often fortunately unsuccessful attempts, but if one count, the biggest number comes from these people that try to uh, get access to a network, computer networks, 
to see what is the security measures to play around. In most cases, uh, the idea is to see what's going on to break in. There is not the idea to save data or to destroy something. It's more or less uh, uh, motifs uh, are more or less combination of curiosity, of play instinct, of self-affirmation, or I was able to break into uh, the network of a uh, famous company or others. In the majority <coughs> of uh, the cases, these uh, people are not uh, are cause not big damage. So there is no motivation to destroy something or to steal something. Motivation is more to show that one is able, that one educated enough to uh, break into a famous website. So usually a low amount of loss. Uh, these people are also called script kiddies because many of these particular younger uh, uh, attackers, they do not completely understand the technique behind the attacks. What they are doing, they are using grips, scripts, attack grips, to, for example, see what is an open port or other things. So uh, no deeper knowledge, but the usage of these attack tools, and the problem is, more and more sophisticated attack tools are easily available in the internet, are freely available, so it's not difficult to receive these tools and to play around uh, with these tools. Especially dangerous uh, uh, type of attacks uh, of this group are denial of service attacks. You remember denial of service means a service is requested in a very usual way. The problem is there are sent so many requests in a very short time that the service provider, that the machinery of the service provider is no more able to uh, respond in a correct way. So at the end, often system breaks down, and the problem with breakdown is first, service can no, can no more offered, so availability is not uh, uh, given, but more interesting for the attackers is after system broke down, there are methods for automatically restart. And if system is not correctly configured, then the restart is done in the initial settings with the initial parameters. And these initial parameters are known to everyone. So there is a guest entrance with a guest password, and you can see this from the documentation of the system. So with denial of service, the people try to uh, break down the system, then system automatically restarts, and if it's not, in many cases, it's not correctly configured, then it restarts in the initial settings uh, when the system was sold, and this can be found in documentation, and so the attackers in the second step can use this, uh, the settings and break in. Let's speak more uh, about the real dangerous attackers, the hacker. A little bit problem when we uh, later see the history of this development, of this hacker development. Hacker sounds not so unsympathetic. So it is a little bit a problem that uh, there is a mixture of people that do something for political reason, for example, to show that there is something wrong. But in most cases, 
it is criminal background. It is done to earn money, to receive something, data, for example, to sell data. So hackers and crackers in the computer underground or dark web, this is the unprofessional elite of the com hacker community increasing cancellation of homogeneity of the scene and motivation, so it differentiates uh, more and more. So originally, this hacker scene uh, originated from the phone freaks. This was a movement in US in the late 60s, and it was against communication. Uh, it was attacks against uh, communication uh, system and uh, tele, uh, telephone companies. So we discuss this later a little bit more in detail. So the crackers want to shut down a communication system of industry and business, and particularly they are interested to, uh, to break down telecommunication enterprises. A hacker group, a very early hacker group founded in the 1980s, is a computer cars club. Uh, which is also active today. Uh, it's, an, it's the most popular group in Germany. Uh, these hacker groups, not only CCC, they organize themselves by means of bulletin boards, bulletin boards, by means of hacker magazines, by means of conventions and others. The important thing is this communication often is uh, hidden and only uh, accessible for people belonging to the scene. And what they do, they exchange information how a system can be attacked. What are vulnerabilities? And of course, most interest, of most, of biggest interest, are so-called zero days. Zero days are weaknesses, are vulnerabilities of software, which are not public known. What's different? If a vulnerability is public known, then immediately the vendors try to close this, uh, uh, this gap, try to uh, repair this by designing patches or up, updates uh, so that this vulnerability no more uh, can be used for uh, bad purposes. But the zero days, if it's not public known, then also the vendor does not know that there is a problem, and this is can be used by the hackers uh, in a very uh, efficient way. Then another group of uh, potential attackers are the professional hacker criminals and secret agents. Uh, here plays the commercialization of the internet and all what's going on in the internet with the, uh, uh, the um, uh, e-shopping, with e-business, uh, with online banking and all this thing. And of course, this very much attracts criminals attack criminals which use this digital communication, uh, this uh, uh, digital uh, shopping activities, this digital business activities to uh, make money, to save data, to sell data, to do other wrong things. So there is a black market where you can ask, where you can pay for a, a hacker and say exactly, I need this data from this company. So professional data theft. So then they organize a break-in and try to find this uh, data. This is done for a purpose to uh, earn money, but it's also sometimes done by secret service uh, workers. It is done by computer specialists. 
typically is the scene they want to perform specific tasks. The tasks they were paid for, or they can make money. This is, for example, industrial espionage, secret services. And this is already organized like a black market. So you can order an attack to a certain company. So you have to pay, you have to tell what is the name of the company, and you have to uh, ask what kind of damage should be organized. And this criminal scene then uh, performs this. Another group of uh, potential hackers are governmental intelligence services. I mentioned this already. Here, uh, the idea is to uh, perform mass surveillance uh, with the idea to prevent crime, and particularly in nowadays to prevent terroristic activities. Uh, the characteristic here is that the uh, governmental intelligence service have uh, have the possibility to uh, have access to unlimited resources. So they have time, they have good machinery, good money, so the societies pay a lot to uh, secure against terrorism, against crime. So here it's also a little bit in a discussion, in an ethical discussion, often these organizations buy zero days, uh, uh, buy zero day exploits. Exploits are the, uh, uh, the program uh, that misuse a zero day, that misuse a vulnerability um, uh, in order to get uh, some access to data or access to networks. They are able to process large amount of data because of the unlimited resources. Uh, often there are dubious or potential unconstitutional methods used. And of course, this is every time a big discussion whether a state is allowed, particularly whether a democratic state is allowed uh, to use such methods. Uh, there are very difficult and very fine grant uh, rules what is allowed, what is not allowed. Uh, of course, often this comes with a violation of privacy. Uh, there are corporations with foreign agencies, with foreign companies, because sometimes it's not allowed inside the country, but internet is a global phenomenon, so something is done from outside the company. Internal people are also treated than external people. You know all the stories from the uh, from the news and the uh, uh, debates in society. Uh, uh, there is, they have access to core infrastructure components. Uh, they could also force companies, uh, for example, to, re to reveal, protect the data, uh, to uh, support uh, this kind. Then we have the big group of ordinary, uh, ordinary criminals ordinary criminals which more and more detect the internet as an easy field for their uh, cyber criminal activities. So traditional crime, a criminal scene, uh, especially the organized crime, uh, uh, they use internet because it's much more convenient for them, it's much more uh, uh, secure because it's more difficult to identify who is the attacker in the digital world than uh, the attacker in a physical world. So for uh, drug uh, treats or mafia activities, uh, they are using. Of course, in this way, also new 
types of computer crime occur. For example, attacks against financial and shopping systems, uh, attacks against transaction. If people uh, perform online banking, then of course this is a good way or good possibility for the attacker to try to manipulate such transactions uh, for their own purpose. Often the authorities, state authorities, are not well prepared to control uh, this type of uh, uh, to control this type of uh, criminal activities, because to develop rules to understand what is allowed, what is forbidden, needs time. So uh, it is often not allowed to observe activities in the internet, uh, so that in this uh, race between the attacker and the state authorities, often the attackers uh, are in an advantage. Uh, of course, there are uh, the wish of the security institutes, uh, like CIA, NSA, uh, for to better to have better possibilities to control the scene and these activities, is to have backdoors, so-called backdoors, so that they have the chance if, for example, cryptographic methods are used for exchanging data, then the idea of this uh, encryption method is that it's so difficult to, for, for un, uh, people that, are, that do not have the key to reveal the content. And so the discussion is, are there institutions that should be allowed to get a possibility, that means uh, such a backdoor, to uh, decrypt without this, uh, this big effort. And then we have the, uh, a group of terrorists, of cyber terrorists. Here, there is a tremendous increase how these terrorist people use the internet. They use it to raise money, to raise money for their activities. They use internet to recruit people. You know all this discussion about the Islamic State, about around yes. They use the internet to spread their information, to, to get young people convinced, uh, ideologically convinced, uh, to do wrong things. They use uh, internet for communication and uh, the coordination of their activities. They use the internet <coughs> for uh, uh, establishing networks particularly networks that uh, are internationally uh, organized uh, for their information purposes. And often uh, you see the goal of terroristic activities is public transportation, is public transportation or critical infrastructures. So, uh, for example, there was uh, fortunately an unsuccessful bomb attack on a regional train, uh, train station in December in Bonn, uh, in Germany. Or there was, uh, they found a laptop of this terrorist that organized this attack where they have found uh, construction details how to create bombs and these instructions uh, came over the internet. So you see there are so many different groups and each group uh, is focusing on other type of information, on other type of activity, 
And when we want to discuss how we are able to secure our network, to secure our communications, we have to understand from which different directions attacks uh, may become. So thank you for your attention. <laughs>